We got to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> edit, 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 edit. edit. <laughs> Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 89, April 15, 2018, with your host, Mitt Hooker. Thank you all for listening. This week's adventures, sponsored by AK Doughboy. Great babe. Particularly right now, she took a couple pokes right before I started this and mm, feeling fine in 89, as they say. Mm, fine in 89. Episode 89, I'm feeling fine. You're doing good, doing good. All right, what, what's going on this week? Lots going on. We got 420 coming up. Big event in Stoner Holiday, right? So how does that all happen? A bunch of guys meet outside at the Louis Pasteur Monument. Get high at 420. One of their friends, New Lesh, from Grateful Dead. Let's spread it around. Let's get a culture going. Which better person to grab your culture than someone from the Grateful Dead, right? That got spread and here we are, 420. We celebrate in five days. It is 9.30 at night and I'm recording this and I guess I'll probably post this in about a half hour. You know, I'll try to hit the 10 o'clock time so you guys are hearing this not normally like this, but today I woke up this morning and figured out how the show's going to go. Sometimes I have some invited guests. Last couple weeks I've been having trouble with getting guests connected with Skype and how things are going, so it's just been me pulling things out and just including you in my life a little bit. Today, wake up, get a call in the morning from Mr. Aaron Worthen from Farzen North Farms. Says you want to trim today? Yes, I'll be right over. Head over there, and I had the pleasure once again of trimming some quality bud. When work calls, let's get to it, right? Head over there, got to trim some grapefruit OG. Such a pleasure to trim. Those things are some powerful nugs. Such weight to them. Looks really nice. If any of you guys saw Instagram pics or Facebook pics tonight, that's what that was. Old Aaron standing there, hippie himself, very proud of what came out with that grapefruit OG. And we had a little plant of duct tape. Tall plant that is. It had some nice fruits on it, but it was just a just to try, you know, see what's gonna happen. I think he's gonna be running that some more. But you know what else? Art Bell. Let me let me say something about Art Bell. One of my true inspirations in the beginning. Did not even know I liked to talk radio until I heard Art Bell. Driving down one of my first times and wife's family's camper were parked in Denali somewhere on one of the campgrounds. Still remember the, the mosquitoes pounding on that screen that night. Sitting up in the front seat, tuned into some radio station, and I hear them talking about time travelers coast to coast am with art bell found him that night time travelers like what this is actually on the radio what what is this fell in love that night listen to art bell for a long time ramona right ramona uh it's sad when we lost ramona it was sad for him too i think a piece of him truly broke and then he had to Got another little section of life, got remarried, had a baby. She's probably, I don't know, 10, something like that now. He was 72 when he died. Pioneer of talk radio. He just did it. Created something new. Well, Art Bell, somewhere out there, here's token to you. All right, 
Trim Session, Frozen North Farms. Here with Aaron Worthen, getting ready to trim up, what was this again? Brand new strains. We have Grapefruit OG and Duct Tape. Hmm. Both extremely limited quantities. This is small batch craft, right? Duct Tape consists of only one plant, and the uh, Grapefruit OG is four plants. Just trying something different? Yeah, for 420, we're going to be uh, giving uh, or selling a bunch of these strains to Grass Station 49, and they are going to be using them in their new deli style if it is open in time. No shit. Grass Station's doing deli style at um at yes. their monthly at their new place at or? their downtown location. I don't know if they've said anything to anybody, but they have talked to me about it. And, it's set out in the open in the store a little bit, so I'm sure they wouldn't do that if they didn't want other people to hear about it. But no, it's good to hear that uh, we might get some deli style here coming in. Yes, because I sure like the deli style. We get some gloves on here. And what we're talking about deli style is where you go to the counter and you look in a big bin of whatever sort they may, whatever their business model is. Yep. Right and. You say, I will take 1.63 grams of your fine cannabis, sir. And you can pick out <laughs> the flower you want. I have been to oh, two say, deli this. I've been to two different would you hand stores me in Anchorage. One was deli, the other one was not. But at both stores, they actually ground up the flower for you and placed it into the cones for you. Yes, the one did it right in front of me, and that was AK Joint Venture down in Anchorage. I love that place. Do you have a bowl? Yes, I do. Um, well, separate. I need to wash it real quick here. There's a red one around here somewhere. I, don't I know, know, that's what I was looking for. I wonder if Tyler has it somewhere. I'm using it for something. So the last couple times I've been trimming with you, it's been... Um, we're collecting into two different containers and Hippie sitting there collecting his on top of the scale. Every single note that gets thrown in there, he sees that number increase. And I'm putting mine into this other bucket and every once in a while, Hippie will grab my little bowl and empty onto his for a little scale increase. It gives us both little joys in our day. Yes. It does. To see a number go up is... Do you see dollar signs when you see that number going up? Or is it just wait right now. It's, I, I see the weight go up. The weight equals dollar size because when you're limited, it's very tough. I can't imagine somebody with a limited like me and having to make a property payment as well. Oh, like renting? Yes, renting. Someone was asking why would anyone go into a limited grow, and I think that kind of had it's the property you had available, right? Yep, that's right. And so from that point, that makes it a limited grow. A lot of these little guys, little guys, top contenders. I know a standard grow that is got less flower space than me. No. Yes. They're going to expand this summer, they say. But oh. I don't, they're, they're going to have a hard time. How much do they have now? They've got just over 500 square foot in a two-story. They're gonna they're expanding. Oh yeah, they built it all. They got the flower. They got the veg. They're doing soil. But they they have five hundred square foot now. We don't have five hundred square foot. No, they have whole facility that's five hundred square foot, and they're our standard. They just went for the big gusto in the beginning with intention to expand. Yes, that's right. That's cool. That's a smart decision. But they have to. Uh, get okay by the burr before they do any expansions. That's the thing. Conditional use permit? Mm, yeah, I believe so there, but I mean, if they do a premises diagram change, they want to go any bigger. They've got to get approved by the burrow. Grapefruit OG. What do you know any the genetics of this? Afghani Kush crossed... Um, Ooh, Afghani Kush. This is some it. of the nicer stuff and easier to trim. Uh -huh. That's why I'm going with these. 
This is this was a test run to kind of see if, what this can do in your farm. Yep, and um, I am going to be doing them in full tables now, not just play the harvest that way. So when I think of frozen North farms, I think of Kimbo Kush and Black Demon. What's going on with those two strains? Are you keeping any? Of yes, I'm keeping those strains. I have genetics for those guys, seeds. Anything coming out? Do you have any of those going? I'm not going to do them until I expand. Again, yeah. because in order for a farm to survive, you can't survive on one or two strains alone all the time. People are going to get tired of them. You've got to have at least 10 to 12 different varieties of genetics and just switch them out and keep things going. And on top of that, everybody else is going to want to do what the successful guys are doing. And they'll put their own versions out there, too, because it's made a namesake for itself. Somebody else is going to try to cash in on that namesake also. I've seen a few you know, other Kimbo pushes. I, I know, I, I know, I realize that it's not my strain, you know. But, I mean, it just, I haven't seen you got to stay on top of it. You got you to stay ahead of the ball on this, or you got to stay ahead of the game. Are you the only one that has Black Demena? No. Um, I believe Green Life Supply has Black Demena now as well. Yes, but I don't know what there's tested out at. These are really nice nugs coming off of here. Very easy to trim. You got this base leaf that you pull away. Well, get rid of the crow's foot. That's what you call it? The crow's yeah, foot? the crow's foot on the bottom, yeah. When you're trimming, you don't want to leave them crow's feet in there. They suck. They're harsh. Sometimes the leaf's just so frosty, you got to leave it on. You know? But most of the time, you take crow's foot off. Well, that's what happens with the, the trim. The leftover, everything is still has crystals over it just doesn't have that look it doesn't look good so they're gonna get you high <laughs> all those crystals right yes that's why gets into the pre-roll yep that's right goes into the pre-roll and then you have a higher t you have a higher thc test than even the flower because it's all that keeps going back in falls off it while you trim it right exactly and we're not allowed to separate that and sell it as Keith unless you have a license, right? Unless you have a license for it, I believe, yes. But if it falls off while you're trimming, you can get it sold, test, tested separately and sold as trim. The Keith? Yes, sold as trim and taxed as trim. Wow. Because it came off during the trim process. There's, so nothing, that nobody, there's nothing you can do about it because it's, High uh, dollar it's a byproduct trim. of trimming process, yes. What other strains have come through so far? I, I know I've seen, let's see, what was... What? I have one called the Jones back there I'm working on. What was recent? What just what just left here? Okay, Red Run Cannabis Company has a bunch of pre-rolls that were at 14.75%. All so you're flower. getting down in the Kenai. Yeah, I'm in the Kenai. Awesome. And then... So any of the listeners down in Kenai, go check out uh, what, what Black Demena pre-rolls? Black Demena pre-rolls at Red Run Cannabis Company. Fairbanks really has enjoyed the Black Demena. It's yeah. a good showstopper indica, isn't it? Yes, it's a very heavy indica. And then again, it's all in how you grow it. It can always taste differently by which, how you treat your plants. When you did the Cultivator Day at Grass Station 49... 90% of everyone that was in there was getting your black tomato. Dude, this is already. They're giant nugs. Yes. Well, it's not that they're giant nugs, because they're just dense little golf balls. So, I depend, relative, giant is a relative word. Each they're, of these are they're, probably they're two tall, They're tall and skinny with big titties. They are. <laughs> two grand nugs. Some, some are a gram and a half, two gram nugs, yeah. Possibly even maybe a couple bigger ones than the colas. Oh, yeah. But pretty close, yeah. yeah I guess this will get sold as grams, right? So you're going to be having uh, to like break to up stuff. What do you think is going to be on this plant? Ounce? Going to be two ounces or two and a half ounces? Sure. Look at how things, things are going. We just trimmed up one stem already. Or <laughs> this I is one plant you pulled? Yeah, I only trimmed one stem. Where are your stems at? You got a couple there? Put them in there? Oh, yeah. Where's your bucket? Oh, I have to grab it. Is it in? No, chair? it's not in my tip. Probably in one of the rooms. You'll have a white lid or a black lid. Check the room next to you. The door's closed on.
can easily see why you call it post you know. It's great having language to describe certain things and being part of the industry. It's just the leaf. You know? Yep. Let's play a game. Okay. Let's play. How many? We'll bounce back and forth names. Names for a joint. Hold. Okay. Uh, Spliff. Dove. Dove? I've never heard dove. Awesome. Um, J. Dove. Dove. I think I've heard dove before. Pinner. That camel hook piece of shit. <laughs> oh man, I automatically think I had one of my friends used to call them abortions. Abortions. Like people would roll just these horrible looking things. Dude, I believe it. Um, chonger. Chongers? I more call that a bomb hit. Taking a chonger. Ah, I always thought it was a big. A well, big there's chonger. that too. There's, a, there's that too. You know. <coughs> well, I, I would call those super blunts. You know, it's, it's a, that's a that's uh, a manufactured name of a uh, of a brand. You know. Chongers? No, uh, super blunt. Um. um Marijuana cigarette. Marijuana cigarette. Yes. Doobie. The J. J. Doobie. Had a cat named Doobie once. Nice. One of my friend's fathers that we used to get Bud from, he didn't give it to us. We just... friend raided his ashtray or raided his stash. His dog was named Bud, and we never, you know, it never occurred to us when we were younger. Just, as he got older, but uh, can't think of anymore. Oh no, no, there's got to be there is more. Definitely, we didn't um, only name, we didn't need ten. There's um, how about if it, you just call Coolio, a Coolio, a Coolio? Yes, smoke a Coolio. The cocaine, the cocaine they strike. That is. Oh shit. Yeah, that's that's those cool shit there. Call the coolios. What's uh, an L? L. Smoking L on the limousine. I don't know. What is that song? Uh, smoking, keep smoking, me, smoking L in the back of the limousine. Oh, I did not feel this way. Smoking. I'm scared of if you want to go and get high with me. Smoking out. Smoking an L. So I don't know what that is. That's a good thing to Google. It's got to be some form of a... It's got to be, right? Smoking out. Back to the... I got my mind, my money, my money, my mind. <laughs> Could you just say one? Roll one up? Roll one up, Yeah. But you never say, hey, let me have, maybe let me have Ooh. one. Ha Ooh, bone. The bone. The so here bone. Pass the bone around. Mm -hmm. um, um, there's a, Australians have a term. Oh, yes. Roll up some of that mix. Mix? Do they mix it with tobacco? Yes. They'll take these, they'll, <laughs> take, they'll, take, they'll take these singular bomb hits, okay? And, and, and they call their bomb a billy. Is that with a Billy Bomb? <laughs> it's with Billy Bomb, yeah, but I guess so. But uh, they call them a Billy. They mostly make them out of Gatorade bottles, which is weird. They make, they have really nice glass, but their art's different than ours over there in New Zealand and Australia. Pipe shops in New Zealand? Yeah, and some of the some of the groups that sell the glass, too, they got some really interesting stuff. But they're all about their Billies over there in Bombs. Well, they mix their tobacco with their weed, and they take these single bomb rips, and they just get the spins off of it. So hard. I tried it one time. Then I invited one friend of mine, uh, old neighbor, Ethan Strickland. But uh, I was like, hey, dude, come smoke some of this. And he's like, all right. Load him one up. Fucking hit that thing. He's on the floor for 15 minutes going, what the fuck was in that? And I told him it was a mix of tobacco and weed. He smoked both, you know, so I couldn't say I didn't poison him or something like that. Right. But he's like, never again am I going to do that. What was the percentage? Oh, uh, it's probably a 50 50 mix. So you're doing bong rips of tobacco? <laughs> is that what it is? Mixed with weed, yes. Oh, Tried it out for the first yeah. time. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. But yeah, it was uh, it was over a year ago, and I've been smoke free from cigarettes for over a year. 
But yes, it was quite interesting to say the least. It's not legal in New Zealand, is it? What? Cannabis? Um, no, cannabis is not legal there. Do they have a medical program, you know? Dabs, not everybody knows what dabs is over either. I don't know if they do or don't. They have a, there's a group, about 10,000 people or 25,000 people. It's huge. I would say not everybody in the United States knows what that is. Oh, dude, you're 100% correct. It's a felony in Texas. To have concentrate? To have concentrate, to have dabs, yeah. Any amount. Oh, shit. Yep. Seen it on live PD last night. Um, so, guy got pulled over. He had a, a vape pen. They had a dab concentrate, and they hauled them in. It was a felony. Just bullshit, if you ask me. It is so crazy that one of the issues with our republic is we we can sit up here in Alaska and be completely living the dream of legalization. Yep. You have a cannabis farm where you're growing weed and selling it legally and paying taxes, and people in Texas are being arrested for and going to jail. Yep, that's right. I used to feel like a national uh, push for national legalization, but I've become lulled a little bit because we have ours. Ah, yes. Right, sure. Uh, yeah, we don't need to worry about it. I mean, not that we don't. Even, I don't think about it anymore, because where I live, it's fine. But our brothers and sister cannabis tokers um, get arrested. Yeah. I'm going across country this summer, and I got to curb back my how free I feel about it. Grapefruit OG. Any thoughts of where this is going to be? Is this going to be in town? Hopefully Draft Station 49. Well, they'll be excited to have a different strain from me, right? Oh, they'll have three different strains from me. What three they, new strains from me. What do they have now? They have Black Tamina and they have Kimbo Kush. But then they're also going to have Grapefruit OG. Oh, they have four strains. One more strains. Grapefruit OG, Berry Breath, Blue Dream, and a very, very, very extremely limited quantity of duct tape, which is a GG4 cross Dozy Doe Fino. And the Dozy Doe Fino is a GSC Fino. For those of Please you. let me know before that's released. Oh. So I can let everyone else know because Berry Breath, I, that is a really nice one. Berry Breath is grown. Yes, Berry Breath came back at. 20%, over 20%. Mm. That is a really nice, a good high. Yes. A really nice smell. <coughs> it's nice. So Berry Breath is uh, developed by Matt Nuska Thunder Seeds. They won first place in the Northwest Cannabis Classic of Anchorage in 2015. Oh, shit. Yes. Berry Breath is a, it's a 50-50 sativa indica. Uh, Does that mean I'm becoming connoisseur if some of my favorites are the ones that are winning? Yes. Could be. Could be, but they uh, crossed mm -hmm. it by getting uh, Grateful Breath, and they crossed it with Blackberry Cross Goji OG. You guys will like it. It's uh, got a cookie flavor to it. It's kind of nutty and berry. <coughs> Spices, sugary on the exhale. It's pretty good. I'm trying to. That would be the berry breath. Yeah, and these scissors are looking pretty good. <laughs> so this hasn't been tested. The Grapefruit OG. It is. This stuff is going out, so I need to pull a sample here. Okay, so tell us how sampling works. Completely random. Completely random sample. Completely random sample. Four grams. Four grams. And that's just for the, that's two tests being done with four grams, right? Yep. One. Have you noticed any difference since Steep Hill's gone away? In I used Steep Hill once. Okay. Mm -hmm. What did you uh, think about it? They're nice. They're good. Fine. Yes, they're fine. No qualms. Just as um, can test is cheaper by 50 bucks per sample. Really? Because they don't charge for them to come pick it up. Can test would charge for a delivery fee. So if you drop it off, it's the same price? It, close. Yes. Very, 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 very close. But it's really nice that being in Fairbanks that Cantest has offered this pickup for people in Fairbanks, right? Yes. 
Has, have you noticed since Steep Hill has gone away any change in Cantas service? No. Because uh-uh. they said they could handle it all. They're doing pretty good. In fact, I got my test results earlier than I have in the past. And that's even a week after they lost their stuff because of the fucking money. It really sucks for them. I think Brian Coyle's a great guy and Cantas is a really really good business. I just think that's unfortunate that with the banking industry today that they uh, can't do that to them. I'm wondering if they will be back though. Do you think Steep Hill will um, Steep Hill, now the big name Steep Hill will just disappear now and go back down to lower 48 and start doing their thing here. Maybe Brian Coyle will do No, Steep Hill will remain here. They will be back. It's cannabis industry here. Steep Hill's in all the states. They right. will be back. Okay. I can't say that they told me that. They have not told me no, that. Your, Nobody's told me that. But my professional opinion, they will be back. I was just wondering if Brian might just do his own thing. Well, I can't speak there, but... No, right. But the thing is, I can't say... Because right now he's just kind of franchised, right? Who's franchised? No, Steep Brian Hill. Coyle. Yeah, so to speak. He's like a subway owner. Yeah. Yes. The Steep Hill... Alaska branch. Yes, correct. So I was wondering if you might take this opportunity now. You know, he made some money. Yeah, if he was smart, they were smart. They transferred their license to Fairbanks. Oh, shit. Take all the, well, not all of it, but they would take a good bit, right? Just to They would take over. a good portion of it if they were here. They would take a very good portion of it, just because of the uh, national recognition that Steve Hill has, based on that alone. What, then, yeah, and since we're such a hub here in Fairbanks, you would think that there Yes. Be. And since we're such a hub in Fairbanks, you figure that there would be more nutrient supply facilities here instead of making us drive to Anchorage every time we need nutrients. I, I realize that they will ship it up here, but come on, guys. Come on. You're talking about maybe, what's the big grow shop down there that you go to? There's a few. They have... Which uh, one would you like to see expand up into... I want to see all three of them get up here. Awesome. I want to see uh, Fair Trade Organics get up here. I want to see Alaska Jack's Hydroponic Warehouse get up here. And I'd like to see... The big, there's a big one, right? Yes, it's uh, Southside Garden Supply, SGS. Okay, because if you get one up here, they're going to monopolize, charge what they want. You get two or three of them up here, you got competition. we have some options in town right now. Why aren't you um, using You mean them? Green Thumb? Yeah. They're good. I go there. I like okay. them. They, they, they have the stuff that I need. I need it right then and there. Um, they could carry a couple of extra things, like filters for ROs, but that's 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 either here or there. But they second order it. Is it more expensive? It's more expensive if you order it and buy it through there, yes. But it's there now when you need it. Yeah, that's nice. That's yes. why you're saying you'd like to see an expansion. I'd like to see an expansion. To give some more um, competition to those guys, I guess, too. Yes. Um, hometown Nursery, I realize that they are not into the cannabis scene. They sure take people's money, though, don't they? They do. They love taking that money. Okay? Yeah, you know, I've heard that, too. They're not so pro, but... Yeah. Hawks Greenhouse, not cannabis friendly. At all. Don't even tell... The, I, I, I'm not going to... I like the owners. I mean, the owners, they're nice people. Very great people. Very great business, but they're not cannabis friendly. Don't even think about going in there and asking about it. They'll probably... Let's just leave it at that. What if there was a limit, not on the number of grows, but the size of grows? Huh? You know how they're talking about a limit on the, the quantity of grows, the amount, the number of grows? And the city is talking about naming this number. The this city? Number 12. Well, that's the city. I'm just saying that. So what if we don't talk about number of grows that we're going to, or number of licenses we're going to restrict, but the size like, don't let them get over a certain size. Don't let them get over a certain size. You're going to have a few growers representing the whole cannabis community. It's not a good idea. Instead of having, I think in New England somewhere, there's only small licenses. I think that's the way it should be. 
Nobody should have anything over 500 square foot. You'd have a lot more people being able to get involved in it. That's right. You'd have a lot more people getting involved. You would, it, it would limit the um, possibility of driving the price down as far as it is. Because right now, it's not the fact that the price is being driven down. The price is being driven down by the retailer so they can make their top end, their, their, their gains a lot better. They want to make their end look better. And they've got to. Now be a patron, Far North Tokers, at patreon.com slash midtoker. Listeners supporting the artists financially for as little as $2 a month. You can steer the show through guest suggestions and reviews. Patreon helps continue new weekly shows. Let's me know Far North Tokers is important to you, and I can just keep on keeping. Thank you. Your harvest here, you have what, three plants that are great for OG? Four plants. Four plants that are great for OG. Four grams is coming out of that to represent what the THC percentage is. Yeah, and there's people that represents for the whole, like some hundred plants. hundred plants, yes, which I think it should be You know that there's one it point in there that's not as good as the other ones. Test every five pounds. Test every five pounds. How did that change? One five? Somehow the big big boys got in there and had to change. That's right, the big boys. Because they're like, well, how can we spend so money, so much money on all of our testing, but you're having to spend a lot of money just to catch up to one of their harvests. Yes. That's correct. What was the other one with berry breath? Berry breath, and what else did we turn the other day? Blue dream. Blue dream. So that's one I have not seen. Really on the market here in Alaska. I've seen it in one or two places. I have. That was top shelf, very popular a few years ago in the lower 48 with with, uh, legal cannabis coming on. Yeah. Uh, It was one of the first that I bought on my cross-country trip a few years ago. I was very excited to see Blue Dream, and I heard a lot about it, and so I was excited to get it. I think Fairbanks is going to be excited to see Blue Dream come back. Hope so. People are going to want to know what it's all about. It's a popular strain, and it's got to be popular for a reason, right? Yes. What do Not because it tastes like piss. <laughs> yeah, I don't I hate people calling their cannabis piss. Well, there's some strains that smell like cactus. Smell like ammonia. I guess. Oh, do it. Found out that at night when you sleep... <laughs> Your eyes sleeps contain urea, so your eyes pee at night. Ew. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. <laughs> oh, here's another one. This is not ready right now. It looks like it's nice and dry and ready, but it's still got a gas off, some, some gases inside the bud, you know. And this is what's going to be deli style, you're hoping, thank you? Yes, we want this to be deli style. Yes, at Frozen North Farms, we hand trim all of our flour. None of this is machine trimmed at all, period. Our buds look more beautiful. That's when you have good genetics. If you have crappy genetics, your buds look like crap. We want stuff that's got high nug, low trim, good jeans. The number one thing I learned from doing my outdoor grow last summer, I didn't trust my own abilities to waste a good seed. So I was just growing crap seeds that I had that I had no idea what they were. Uh-huh. There's no reason to grow crap seeds. There's no reason. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time, money, and resources. <laughs> so you didn't become a millionaire the first year of... Your All lies! I did not become a millionaire. You are correct. It's been hard as a limited guy. It is. It's, it's you're still hard. making. You're still making a living selling cannabis, though. Right. Yes. You yeah. didn't fail. Still moving along. Still hitting. You're hitting over twenty percent numbers. Between nineteen twenty, there was a while there where I had to. Get my, my, my temperatures dialed in. You know, I was working on getting temperatures dialed in. 
You know, seasons are different. We've got like a desert environment here. We can go from summertime 90 degrees outside to wintertime 60 below. That's a 150 degree difference. You know, and a lot of us cultivators have to compensate for that, you know. So, your makeup bear, it's like going from 0 to 160, if you think about it, in, that, in those terms. Any new pieces of equipment that you didn't start with that you're like, all right, now, after doing this a year, you thought? Well, yes. There's one. I'm not going to say the name of it because I'm going to let everybody else find it out for themselves what it is, but it really helps in eliminating contaminants in the air. It's not a HEPA filter. Why don't you want to say what it is? Because. You feel like you've got an uh, advantage a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Some certain people know what it is, but... No, it's fair. You need to have advantages, don't you, as a, as a limited. You're not going to give away any success. Smart, anybody who's smart can figure out what it is, okay? That's all I'm going to say. All right, do some research. Do some fucking research, yes. It eliminates a lot of stuff out there. It's a thousand times better than a HEPA filter, I'll just say that. What do we have to look forward to in the summertime? You've got an expansion coming up, huh? I want to, yes. I want to so bad. I have to. I have to. In order for me to be successful, I have to expand. What's holding you back? We all know what's holding uh, anybody. What, what's the number one reason that holds anybody back from expanding? Fear. Weather. <laughs> not fear. I'm not scared to expand. No, uh -huh. Not scared at all. I believe I can hit. Money. Bingo. It's hard Securing extra capital in a cannabis business. Yes, yeah, securing capital is hard. And then sometimes it's who you know, it's not what you know in that area. Because you just can't go to the bank and say, hey, I'm a cannabis business, I want to expand, can I get some money? Yep, you got to talk to the, the old guys who have all that money from building Alaska back in the day. They're just sitting back, treating their sore backs with CBDs to help invest in your, your dream. Nice. We need so some angel investors in Alaska, right? Yes, angel investors. Really nice. And most angel investors out there, people who invest like that, want at least three months of banking for something like that to show your incomes and stuff. Well, you have a metric. You could show how much you made through metric, right? Like what you sold and what sold for and things like that. Well, they also want to see. Business expenses, if you're making money at it, and you, your profit loss, that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. If you're if you're asking someone for money, they want they want to know that you're going to be able to pay them back. Bingo. Is cannabis a risky investment for somebody? You think? Not an investment in frozen farms, but an investment in cannabis. It would be yes. Because we hear that the market is getting overwhelmed. We even have the I Cannabis would, Control Board, Brandon Emmett, saying we should pull back on licenses. I would hold on. Uh, I, I mean, the more re the more farms that open up, it just means the cheaper the weed's going to be, which is fine. You know, I'm all for cheap weed. But the thing is, you got to be able to support yourself with cheap weed by having the volume of weed. And it's volume or quality? It's volume or quality. And a limited can, can do both. Well, limited can only go to 500 square feet, right? Yes. So, yes, you can't correct. have quantity. But you can grow a lot of weed in 500 square feet. That's, that's yes. Maximizing potential. Maximizing potential, you can do it. You've done a good job with maximizing potential in your limited space here. That's why you're looking to expand. Yes. Even within your limited license. Yes. Yes, because... Even now, if I were to expand, I could double the amount I'm harvesting every week, if not almost triple the amount I'm harvesting every week, and it would enable me to offer a lower price than yeah. I am now by doing that. Just increase volume. That's right.
close of our farms is going to have some concentrate coming out on the, the market soon, aren't we? You guys got together with good titrations. Yeah. And distillate. What the? What is distillate? It's using a roto evaporator to boil your concentrate oil down after you've extracted it into its individual terpenes and cannabinoids based upon temperature. Wow. Boil, you boil it down. It's 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 like it's like it's like other- refining. It's, it's, a, it's a miniature refinery. It's like how would you call it? Not fracking, but cracking. In the, Are in the, they, um, in, the uh, in the oil industry world, a cracking plant in a way. Is there a slang term for this distillate? Like, am I going to go into Grass Station Forty Nine and ask for Frozen North Farms distillate? You go in there and ask for, hey, I want to try that Frozen North Farms uh, distillate this got. Shit, is it going to be like in a? Are in a vial? Uh, I have not seen it yet, so my best guess it's going to be in the, one of those little clear syringes and you squirt it into your bowl. I don't know uh-huh. what type of uh, thing they're using, if it's going to be like... So this isn't something you're going to dab? No, this is like dabs. But what you said, uh, squirt it, so that's something else you can do with it. You can squirt it into your dish from the, from the syringe. But then you can easily, like I don't have a dab machine. Dab rig, I can just squirt some of this onto my bowl. Yes, you can do that too. You can squirt it into your little pen you have. Ooh, you know? even in your pen? Yes. Alright. So this is just going to be another flavor different than wax, different than uh, shatter. The concentrate that you're seeing that looks uh, amber and bubbly. Yes, that's what it's a distillate. Is this going to be clear? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I have not seen it. I can't answer that. I'm just hoping that they don't put it in pins. I really do. If they put it in pins, I'm going to be a little upset. You mean you like know? already ready to consume? Yeah, ready to consume. And then pay me to buy a battery and things. Works. I don't like those pins. They don't work very great for me. They, I've had bad luck with the pins and the batteries. You know, it's not gas station's fault. It's just... People like to buy their stuff from the lowest bidders. It's just, it's business. So, they're going to try to find the best for the cheapest. Everybody will. That's how it is. Yeah. I just don't like those cartridges. Sometimes you get ones that don't work. Ooh. That would suck, because you're spending a lot of money for it. We yeah. And when, how, what do you mean it doesn't work? Sometimes the battery would be dead, or the cartridge would be bad. Mm. We get bad cartridges sometimes. Not that often. I've had it happen to me already. Once. Do you are you able to take it back and? Yes, they did. But I don't know if it's because I was an industry guy, or and they trusted that, you. Yeah, they trusted me. I mean, it's I don't know. Industry discount. If you don't know about this, some retails are offering industry discounts. I have gotten an industry discount at Frozen Buds which is no longer around. I've gotten one at Grass Station 49, which was really nice uh, to be ancillary to the industry, but still being recognized as part of what's going on. But it's not a standard. I don't walk in and show it's my card. They've got to know me. It varies, okay? So, how's it, so how does it work? Some for places our... don't offer industry discounts. Not going to say who it is. Just at all. Zero. Zero. And you've asked, and they said no. Yep. Uh, some places do offer industry discount, but they won't offer industry discount on their items that are on sale. Okay? Okay. Yes. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen industry discounts from 10% all the way up to 25%. Well, we got our 25% at AK Joint, right? Yeah, I'm going to mention that. Yes. They have the standard. AK Joint 25% industry discount. Let's go see them again next time I'm with you. All right? Next time we go down. And we might yes. be going down here uh, right after April 20th, right? Yes. Yes. I got to go down and pick up Dab Life 2. Do you have any special 420 plans? We have my inaugural sales of the of these four new strains at Gravitation 49. Are you going to sell them on 420 to them? Yeah. Well, no. They're going to be there already in the store before 420 to be sold on 420. 
And they're, and they're, is this your plan or hope, or you know? That's my hoping plan, but it's a, it's a good possibility. No, that'd be nice. 420, go get... A berry breath is definitely one to grab a hold of. I don't know if the grapefruit or the duct tape will be available <laughs> that day. Now, it would be available that day, because they could just take it, enter it into the system... And then way up in front of you, so it would be available that day. Yes, I would. I would imagine so. That's hopeful. I had to ask Grass Station, so but nobody Dream me on and that. Berry Breath should be ready for that. And Black Dwani and, and Black Tamina will be ready for that also. They still Kimbo Christian. Uh, there's a little bit of Kimbo left. A little bit left right now. I liked Kimbo. Yes, Kimbo was nice. Anything else? Do when for four twenty? Do you smoke your face off? Is it any different than any other day for you? Do you feel like you have to smoke more because it's 420? Dude, I'm not. I'm gonna smoke like I normally smoke. Nothing uh, more. Nothing more. You're not gonna go spend a little that, extra I'm, on I'm the retail. I'm past that. That it, it's it's like it's holiday. It's, it's like this. Okay, okay, yes. But think about this: when you turn 21, you want to go to the bar and just get drunk off your butt. You know, the St. Patty's Day is the same. St. Patty's Day the same way when you get drunk off your butt or drink green beer or whatever like that. Well, I used to do that with 420. A lot. I love. I, I would get. I'm. I would get stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you're not gonna spend so, a little so after a point. It's just a waste. I understand that. Okay. You used to get your terpene test done for every strain. It was kind of like a... Uh, There's our view. It was, it was not. You're proud of it, and you had good terp profiles. There's our view it, though. cost me 70 bucks per harvest to get a terpene test, okay? On top of my test. So that increases my testing result cost to 230 bucks test. So an extra okay. 70. That's 10% of my harvest. If I harvest a pound, that's only 15% at a pound. That's 10% of my costs. All right? That's a lot of money just for one little item. That just gets smoked up. and Smoked up and not even used for <coughs> anything except for test results. So if somebody wants chirping results and request them, I'm going to charge extra for it. Or they can send the sample in themselves, get the test results back, and put it on the label themselves. Would you split the cost? If they split the cost and the rest of the test would be sure. Not just the turkey? Oh, split the kiss. Uh, say, say you're selling the grass station, and they're like, hey, it'd be kind of cool if we get your turp test going back again. We'll pay for half of your turp tests. I don't ever see that happening. Okay. You think it's going to have to be a business decision with the cultivators? Yes, That's going is. to be the extra bonus that cultivators can offer to the retail? Yep, that's right. So you want turkey test, you want a package, you want the, the, the full package, the full Monty, you know, you want the Sneaky Pete. <laughs> is there a lot of um, promotion? I don't see a lot of promotion by cultivators happening. There are people that are starting to put terpenes. Well, they, they go... Terpenes, 2.6%. Okay, great. Yeah. I can do that just by looking at a test result without terpenes on it. And go, all right, here's THCA, here's CBD, CBGs, and whatever's left over has got to be the terpenes. Uh, yeah, it's I a like simple deduction no one, of math. No one you know, what by just one percentages. You don't know exactly what the terpenes are, but you know terpenes are 2.6%. That's the number that's left over. Hypothetically speaking, what number? You know, on, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I agree with you. It does zero good to see a turp number without knowing what the turp is. Correct. It just says you put the top three terpenes on the label. That's cool. I like that. Put the top three terpenes on, on the label. I've seen uh, if I'm paying Black for Rapids it, do that. Yep, if I'm paying for it, I'm giving it to you bulk. It needs to be on your label of my terpene results. If you're not doing it, then I'm going to pay for it. You're going to end up paying for it. I'm going to put it on the label of my own packaging. Then I'll get the shelves faster. Have you thought about getting your own packaging? 
I have been thinking about it more and more. I just got, it, it's labor intensive. If you get your own packaging, you've got to go branded, right? You can't do standard packaging. You have to stand out. Yes, I have to have my own design, my own thing. It ain't going to be no meat cash or something like that, you know. It'll have the F and F, it'll have a pot leaf, but I've got to actually have somebody sit down and. Well, I think your logo is good. I'm talking about the actual container, not something just like a. Well, the layout on it. You need a layout on it, right? Like the, the, the like well, what it says. Little. I think it's good. Like you see on a box of crackers, how it talks about where the cheese came from, you know, oh, and what they do in the factories. And the story. The, the story behind the brand. I'm yeah. thinking that that's going to be my packaging. That's going to be on there. Yeah, it's got to be. you got to sell your story, too. And you've got a good story little to tell. Thing, you know, like, oh, you Jack, he goes down and gets his stuff and throws no sponsor and puts it in his cash. You know, or, or something, you know, just hypothetically yeah. speaking, you know. Yeah, or, yeah I, look, I look forward to seeing your packaging. Then. I hope it's different. I hope you have the money and the ability to make it look different than everything else. I might put something on there with my, my dad's farm. He had an awesome farm. Really. My dad wanted me to be a farmer. He had Valleydale Farms. Sold potatoes. Now look at me, Dad. I'm selling cannabis. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you for joining us on Fallen North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. And now, Patreon helps support the show financially at patreon.com slash midtoker. Here's Token.